This is Interrobang, the sometimes queer genre fluid podcast. I'm Quentin. I'm Mike. And today's topic, mostly straight. But before we get into that, we actually don't have a subtop for today. We do have a question, though, that we will be posting on our Twitter and Reddit and other various places that we would love to get your responses on. But that question is, have you ever, Mike, received or asked your parents for a gay gift? No, can't say that I have. And um, probably for the better. I mean, why? Because <laughs> I've never just, done it either. It's just like, what? Like, that's just awkward. Like, I just feel like, well, like, define gay. Like, are we talking like? I mean, like, order me, order me a butt plug, or order me like a rainbow flag. I mean, that's like, aggressive. <laughs> um, ask. I mean, you just like maybe leave, a rainbow flag butt plug. You just like leave a l- little hints. You just have like a rosebud. <laughs> <laughs> a rose? Why well, even? A prolapsing anus. Okay. Oh my. God. Um. No, I mean, like, for example, like, I was thinking I wanted to ask my parents for the looking set on Blu-ray. Then I was like, first of all, they would probably not know that that was a gay thing. But at probably the same not. time, I probably, I still don't feel comfortable asking them because it's, like, one of those things where it's like, uh, yeah, we're cool and all. But it's like, you now you're going to be, like, buying me gay shit. I would say a rainbow flag would be appropriate rather than, so, like, a fucking, like, sexling. But, like... Are you saying that you'd rather have them buy your rainbow flag than buy the looking DVD box set? Oh no, I'd much rather them buy me the fucking DVDs and the rainbow flag. Okay, yeah, but you well, yeah. For, so for you, if you had a choice between the rainbow flag or the butt plug, you would pick the rainbow flag. I mean, I had a choice, but I mean, if you're gonna like put a level of severity of like flamboyancy with oh, uh, <laughs> okay. Now I follow. Now I follow. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, like, yeah, pretty much. I I don't think I've ever asked, you know, and I. Eh. I feel like you would though. I mean, but like, it's weird. Like, I'm out. I'm comfortable with them, but I'm also like, we don't talk about sex. We don't talk about like. Well, I mean, we're not. It's not necessarily like, sex related. It's more just like that's what your lifestyle. I yeah, sorry, but we're not word. that like close. We're we're close, but we just don't. That's that's like a like my that's, brother and sister both don't talk about their sex lives either, or any of that type of like dating or life like that. So that's a fine line that nobody crosses. Yeah, and it's it's a fairly, um, but it's not like a non- uh, contentious line. Yeah, and it's also non discrimination. Like they do that for the straight people as well as for the gays. <laughs> so like equal opportunity. My sister, yeah, exactly. It's equal opportunity. My sister doesn't talk about who she's dating. I don't even know if she's dating anybody. My brother barely talks about his relationship with his wife beyond like, yeah, Kim's doing well or Kim's doing bad, but there's never detailers or, you know, if there's drama with them. I don't tell them who am I dating unless they're, you know, going to be around for a while. So I, I feel like your parents asked about me tons of times. Uh, They asked about you all of twice. So mainly because I was sneaking into your house. Uh, Well, they, they obviously didn't know about that until now, jackass. Oh, hi. I stuck into your house a couple of times. And out. <laughs> and out um mike let me <laughs> i'm surprised i'm like not in jail actually why is that considering how that like i eat let's see dark figure aka a black man between 5 8 and 6 2 or 150 and 300 pounds was going into your house at like two o'clock in the morning yeah but like it was bolingbrook not the black part yeah but it's still no one cared <laughs> okay yeah i don't know i feel like 
I might ask them, or that's a good idea for anyone else to, if you want to get me something. <laughs> Just gonna shout out to one of our listeners. Throw His it out. Amazon wish list will be posted after this episode. Throwing yeah. it out into the universe. No, my Amazon wish list is actually like <clears throat> pretty like sad. We should probably discuss that around Christmas time. Okay, making a note of that. All right, that was it. We have for that. Um, you want to go into our topic? Sure. Let's go into the topic this week. Okay. So this one is actually pretty fucking interesting. Uh, I came across a couple articles on Twitter. One that is directly like a counterpoint to it. So we both felt that this would probably be a good I- a good idea to like talk about these articles since they're um, generating a bit of controversy themselves. So um, we'll discuss both of the articles separately. Um, but then collectively talk about how we kind of feel about them. So that's kind of that's kind of how we're going to structure this episode. The first article, which is an excerpt, it's a it's on it was it's on time, and it's an excerpt from the book Mostly Straight: Sexual Fluidity Among Men by Rich C. Savin Williams. That will be the only time I say this motherfucker's name. Um, the gist of the entire article is an invention, I guess, of or the discovery of this new sexuality being classified as mostly straight and that has kind of uh caused a lot of people to have a a reaction (laughs) to it um so we'll get into that in a second but uh i'm just gonna lay out a couple things in the article that i thought were interesting this first quote actually is kind of really describing how these people are is that these men were forced when these asking like if these men were forced to choose between straight, bisexual, or gay, three quarters of them marked straight because for them being bisexual, being bisexual, even if it was understood as bisexual uh, leaning straight, is too gay to accurately describe their identity. I feel like that's probably like one point that a lot of people were uh, definitely like sticking to and holding on to being like, well, this completely is bullshit now <laughs> because these people. These mostly straight men are not wanting to uh, associate themselves with bisexual or gayness or being at other parts of the uh, LGBT spectrum because it's too gay. Um, Mike, what do you feel about how do you feel about that quote? I I think that um yeah that makes sense. I'm gonna uh, so because I have one comment on that that kind of like. I think so, people are missing. Okay, so I may not have heard the last minute and a half of what you were saying because I was distracted by your Into.com's 27 people, 27 men sexier than Blake Shelton. Oh my and I might have been reading a listicle on that while we were talking. But um Fantastic. Love it. Great. Awesome content. Yeah, but I think it's also like I, I that quote to me unpacks a ton of nuance because it's also saying like the preference, like the outward, like what is it? Uh, orientation versus preference. Right. And, and refresher me orientation is attractions where preference is social expression. I mean, I guess I'm not really sure on the academics of that one since I hear preference is so fucking touchy these days anyway. But, but okay. But let me put it this way. There is, there's two, there's two distinct parts of it, right? There's the part of, your raw attraction who you're attracted to and then there's a part of the the social presenting this is a lot like gender where there's gender and then there's gender presentation right there's there's your your uh your identity and your identity presentation 
right? Because I, I think that's like, what this is. I feel that's like what this is getting at, though, is that like these people are are consider themselves straight, right? They say that they're straight because they're like, look, I really want to make a relationship with a woman happen. I identify socially as straight. Like that is the identity that I am most comfortable with. But they're also saying that like, yeah, I'll fool around on the side maybe with the guy or I'll have a, you know, maybe more than incidental something with a guy. But like, I don't see that as being bi, right? Do you see that any conflict with that? No, that seems perfectly reasonable to me. Okay. See that. And I, I was okay with that too, because, uh, one of the notes I had was like, I feel like it's being taken out of context and that it was that people are taking it as too gay pejoratively as it's like, Oh, like it's too gay to be labeled as bisexual. When right. really I think it means is like in, on terms of the spectrum, it's leaning too close to that, to being too gay for what they have oh, actually described themselves as. Right. And so the idea that they're like, they're rejecting, they're making a new category for themselves because bisexual might, well, might be accurate, right? Doesn't necessarily, like, they, they're encapsulate, not taking that, you know. Yeah, it doesn't really encapsulate their complete identity and their feelings about it. Right. And, and But I mean, like. Which I don't really see a problem. I mean, so far I don't see a problem with that. Right. But I think I think it's funny because basically what it's like is like, fuck you. L- the LGBT group is saying, fuck you. You don't want to fit in our group. You should be in our group. Like I have what, what, I have a comment on that and a quote. I, I just I just feel like. Well, here, let me go to the, let me go to the quote where I have that. OK. Or at least. Yeah, I'll bring that up. So like here's a here's actually a really lengthy quote about how they kind of describe themselves. The mostly straight man belongs to a growing trend of young men who are secure in their heterosexuality yet remain aware of their potential to experience far more. To your point, Mike. Perhaps he felt attracted to or fantasized about another guy to a slight degree or, or intermittently. He might or might not be comfortable with this seeming contradiction. A hetero guy who, despite his lust for women, rejects a straight label, a sexual category, and a sexual description that feels foreign. He'd rather find another place on the sexual slash romantic continuum, some location that fits him more comfortably. And I made the point where it's like, if I feel like this is an assumption, but if the LGBTQIAA, all those groups of people, we kind of believe that, or we either accept the fact that sexuality is on a spectrum. So why can't there be places for people in those space, in the spaces between? I I think it's the idea that the category has been created for straight men to be comfortable with having gay in gay whatever uh i mean but let's thoughts or all these things let's not call it gay thoughts let's call it attraction uh, like attractions to same sex like that's the uh, being gay is a completely different identity than being bisexual than is also being mostly straight and also being heterosexual okay fair enough fair enough like but this is so this is this is that thing of like men who happen to have same sex attractions right who are you know, might be more inclined to, you know, have same-sex attractions, but don't consider themselves to be part of the LGBT group, are making a category for themselves that is essentially part of the LGBT group, right? But not because they don't want to be part of it. Like, that's a perception I could see, which is like, you're just basically fracturing off a part of the LGBT group that is more, you know, tailored to you, partially because you have homophobia against the larger LGBT culture. Right, that's that's an argument to be made. Isn't that similar to other groups within our own community as well, though? Uh, how so? You know, we have asexuals, we have 
demisexuals, all these other various like sexual identities that exist on this plane. And it's like someone could make the argument that we're slicing it up so much now that it's like it is kind of separate where it's like the ace aces have their kind of own community within it within our community and kind of do feel sectioned off. And, I, and again, it comes back to this, like, if we aren't part of the mainstream of the L or the G, mainly the G, everyone else kind of feels siphoned off and kind of have to fend for themselves while the gays are kind of like the gatekeepers and we hold the keys to letting anyone into our fucking club of misery because that's kind of the thing is this, that we're kind of saying is that, no, you, like we need you to experience the same type of, you know, persecution that we have in order to be classified as the LG, part of the LGBT community. It's like, why do we make the, like, when do we as in gay people make the rules on that? I think, I think this is, I, I think the, the time article is pretty on point and it just describes very clearly a group of people who are like the term I kept going to was hetero flexible, um, which is a term I've heard. It's probably very similar or it's like, yeah, I'm, you know, hetero flexible. I'm straight. Is that pretty archaic now though? Uh, maybe. I like, don't know. Like, I feel like that doesn't exist as much. Heteroflexibility is a form of sexual orientation or situational sexual behavior characterized by minimal homosexual activity and otherwise primary heterosexual orientation is distinguished from bisexuality. So, yeah, exactly. I don't know if it's, uh, you know, you know, it's usage, but it is, it is literally, you know, 2008, 2009. So, maybe it's a little older term, but it's basically it. Yeah, because, see, that's the thing that... um. Savin mentioned Savin Williams mentioned in his articles that there wasn't any like research on this until like twenty what fifteen or something like this. Yeah, but this is this is this has been around forever. So it says here national surveys um describes desires behaviors opt for mostly or predominantly homosexual. Uh with hundred percent being the le- largest assumed identity, mostly was a uh first runner up in self identification. Uh, of 160 men interviewed in the study, nearly one in eight reported same-sex attractions, fantasies, and crushes. The majority had feelings since high school. A few developed more recently. So what it's saying is, like, people are straight, and then the next closest thing is, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm straight. Yeah, and that's and like, and that's what I'm trying to. That's what I was trying to get at. It's like, if it's a spectrum, why does that, like, why does that part of the spectrum not exist? Like, why can't there something between be between heterosexual and then bisexual? Yeah, and see, I think that this this goes back to the whole argument about like bi people just being like a. I feel like this is another a reductivism on the whole bi people are just gay people in disguise, right? Which is an argument that could be had for these mostly straight people as well, right? And they, but this is the exact same thing. This exact same argument of like it always starts out as people are just faking it because they don't want to be part of the larger group or they have some sort of like issue with the group. Right. And then it's accepted when people realize, no, they're not faking it. They just want to be that and quit trying to fucking make a label for them. It's like, I mean, I even saw something on Twitter earlier today where it's like, this is by erasure at its finest. I'm like, what? Yes. How it? it... I, I, I understand the, like, social justice warriors. I understand your outrage, but let's like move it to something, you know, more worthy of your time. Like, I get it. Like, not everything that's coming out that's talking about a, like, I feel like we're the one group where we're just like, don't change anything that we've been working to uphold this long. And as soon as you try to change it, it's going to fucking crumble down again. It's like, that's kind of the whole purpose was that we could allow these things to happen. We can't be mad about the fact that the ripples of our change, the ripples of our effects are allowing these changes to happen. Again, it's one of these things where somebody like people within the gay community say, like, we have a perfectly acceptable description of you and the only reason you don't want to choose that is because you don't want to be part of the community 
right? I think there's that argument that's like, there's a bunch of acceptable LGBT things, including bisexuality, but like bisexuality is like you were saying with that quote that seemed incendiary that was like, oh, it's too gay for me, right? And it's like, I, I don't see that. I don't see that. I don't see the need for that defensiveness. I don't think any of the people interviewed, they wouldn't admit that they are like incidentally like attracted to men unless they were comfortable with sexuality and willing to accept gayness. Right. And and, right? and, and can I and can we both say without a fact that are these people probably on a process of sexual discovery? Probably. Some of them. I would not say all 100% of them are. Maybe one of them out there would maybe end up being like, I am I feel more like this, or maybe they're a little more, like, pansexual. It's like, it opens up, like, this... I, I think how yeah. people need to understand this is that this is a snippet of time of how people are, like, identifying what we're understanding. Is this is what we can only see from now. It's like, obviously, 20 years from now, we'll have the all the data to support what may or may not happen. So it's like, right. how about we calm down with the alarmist bullshit that we love to fucking pull when anything is like going against our fucking community where it's like, chill the fuck out people. Pretty much. I mean, I just see that too, where it's like, yeah. I, and it is, there might be some people here who are on a journey of self discovery. Right. And actually there might be some people in here who say they're hetero flexible and then really are. And then all of a sudden meet the right person and they, they decide that they want to be bi. Which there's nothing, right? there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with any of that. Right. I mean, okay. I guess decide it. But you, yeah, you I know. Decide to change your identifier, whatever, you know, but yeah. it's like, no, I, there's I, nothing I, wrong with any of that. I mean, I guess what the, what the uh, implicit argument is that they're lying. Right. Right. Exactly. They're lying because of homophobia is basically what I'm hearing. Okay, well, now that you break that up, here's probably the most controversial section in that entire article from that excerpt of the book is that uh, the author states that perhaps if his culture were not so stigmatizing of same-sex sexuality, he might be more inclined to express himself through tangible expressions of sex or romance, not frequently, but occasionally. Now, more context around that is like they were discussing why people might think that these are people who are bisexuals in disguise or, you know, in a phase of becoming gay. It's like that's not really true. And the one thing I want to say about this is that a, a mostly straight person, again, it's like, as I said, every every type of person can be shitty. The shitty ones are ones that are using their pr their straight privilege and using it to their advantage. I would go to say that I would hope more often than not some mostly straight people recognize that they have straight straight privilege and then realize that yes they can quote unquote pass to avoid this type of persecution because they've seen it and witnessed it and it kind of like uh, i feel like the same thing as like any any gay person being like oh do i come out now because i've witnessed you know all these gay people or trans people getting murdered and it's like i don't know if i want to come out and do that. it's like what's the fucking difference like, yes, people are scared to actually enact upon these things because our culture is like that. That doesn't apply for just mostly, mostly straight people. That applies for gays, bis, transgender people, it uh, asexual. It applies to fucking everybody. So why are we trying to be these fucking special snowflakes who are saying that uh, misery is only reserved for those who have actual, like, problems? I, yeah, I, get, I, I see that, too. But I also um, – I was reading this article, and I wanted to bring another point up that kind of goes against – some of the stuff where it says here he's not transitioning toward identifying as a bisexual or a gay he's not a closeted gay man who fears being gay yet wants to keep a slight perhaps secretive gay side by dangling his potential for guy sex he's not saying i'm available for guys to have sex with a straight guy while enjoying the privileges afforded to heterosexual men in society all these things he's not an equal opportunity bisexual in disguise trying to hold out hope for straightness nor is he afraid of identity as bisexual because of the social stigma or prejudice 
like I, he keeps going with a bunch of knots, right? But it's basically saying let's make a note that these are all people's like admittance <clears throat> that he interviewed. So continue. Yeah, exactly. These are all care- like profiles of the people interviewed, and and what that tells me is that it you you take them at genuine. It seems like these these people are genuinely saying like, yeah, I I don't I, I fall somewhere. Like I said to you when you're talking, it's like uh, the Kinsey scale, right? One is, I think one is straight, six is gay, and like three is bisexual. And they're like, yeah, I'm a 1.5 or a two, maybe. Yeah, no, I agree. agree. It's like, like you said, it's like, it's not, let's take these people for face value until they prove otherwise. Right. And then the the bio ratio argument is really interesting. I, 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 it was a quick glance and kind of like scrolled past really quick because I'm just like, today's like everything's by erasure everything's like racist it's like no if you like actually like this again like that article is an excerpt from a larger piece a larger publication where it's like how about you read the entire book and kind of see where these people are coming from which i think we might do at some point absolutely might ask for this for my gay christmas gift i i might do that too oh god that's gonna send some mixed signals to people and you're mostly straight now like what no oh god (laughs) I probably will get that question from my father because he's that type of person. I was about to say, me on I mean, I assume your parents are not like secretly wishing you're straight, but it's like, that'd be a good, uh, <laughs> a good present to buy being like, okay, maybe this will be the one thing that turns them. God. Yeah. No. Did, did I ever tell you the time? Just total tangent, but worth it. Just, I don't know why this is going here, but follow me for a minute. Okay. Uh, my parents, my dad was so comfortable with me being like, with me being gay it, almost too comfortable like he doesn't know how to communicate his feelings with except through like sarcasm and jokes he doesn't know how to use his words and one day we were watching something and it was talking about the universe and the planet or, and the planets and it was talking about how like at some point you know uranus rotates on its side because it was struck by a large comet at some point and that's why they think it had turned its axis of rotation right so there's of course the joke that like Uranus is probably rotating sideways because it was hit by a massive object, right? And oh my god! And my dad literally looked like turned to me one day and he's like, "Is that why you were limping home the other night?" And I was like, "I don't even know what the fuck to say to that." Oh, I like, no dead. Just like way over, way over anything. Like that was something you would have said to me, right? He's, he's now. A, well, I mean, I guess right? I'm your dad. No, God, I can't. Don't. I I don't I don't use emo- words for emotions. I'm your father. Oh God. Oh fuck. Did we just did we just hit on something here that we need to like shove back down and not talk about? Do I need to meet him so I can see myself no, in the future? No, no, you do not. I feel like that'd be absolutely fantastic. We should bring him on the podcast. Oh God, no. It's just as soon as we bring you and your brother on the, on the podcast. No, see, your dad's gonna be much more interesting because we're gonna gang up on you. If you haven't realized, this whole podcast is about me ganging up on you. Yeah, but that's something you know that would happen. He would gang up on me. And not in a gangbang type of way. Yeah, well, obviously. Maybe like legit daddy shit. Okay. Okay. Anyways, now that we've done that diversion. <laughs> As we do I go to the second incest. article? Yes, let's move on to the second article. Um, okay. So the second article that we have is actually a counterpoint to the one we just mentioned uh, titled Why Mostly Straight Men is Absolutely Not a Distinct Sexual Identity written by Zachary Zane for the Grinder digital publication known as N2. Which is actually really good. Um, if anyone's that known about this, it launched about probably a year ago, and they put out some pretty decent shit. Um, so first off, I just have a lot of problems with this article. Yeah, I mean, the first thing is, is he attacks him for 
only playing like he attacks him for only paying attention to cis men. But right? and and I will agree to that because yes, that was my first re- reaction to that. I was like, it is kind of just focusing on like mostly straight males and not mostly straight women as well. But he does point out that the fact that there is a lot of research on sexual fluidity amongst women. So I'm like, okay, but still I like, that's a point of contention for me. Right. But I guess like my point is like he, but he also at no, at no point does a times guy, uh, does he say that he's talking broadly about the community? He's talking about cis men, right? So right. if he says he's talking about, uh, what is assumed to be cis men, right? I don't understand why that's a problem for him to say like, yeah, I'm not talking about transgender people in this, in this study, like excluding, people there is not necessarily anything wrong oh okay no i yeah i buy that yeah okay i'm with you right like yes this article is for straight men right and okay that's the the majority group and i understand that's fine you know not not everything is written for everybody obviously i don't think straight people are going to be reading anything on into right so all right so then all right like i'm gonna just go ahead your thing go so i'm really I'm just reading through that, and and then okay, so let's just dismiss this whole needing to bring cis like cis the cis trans thing. I'm like, I get it that you don't think he included it, and I get that you're arguing about times, but no, this guy was arguing about the rise of mostly straight men and exclusively talking about that group. So your point is valid, but I also think uh, irrelevant to this argument. Right? Fair, fair. Um, you know, then then there's this thing about, you know, perhaps if culture wasn't so stigmatizing, he might be more inclined to express himself in tangible expressions or romance. And it's like, I, I think you're getting at something with this argument about, you know, if society is more accepting, he could pick a different label, right? But it just seems like he's just ranting about the fact that they're studying straight men. Like, that's what I get from it. I think that's part of it. And then the other half of it is like this entire thing where it's like these... E- the author, the author of the N2 piece, uh, Mr. Zane here, um, is arguing that these mostly straight men are t- struggling with internalized bi and homophobia. And I'm like, not every fucking thing is about internalized homophobia. Like, Jesus actual fucking Christ. Because he then continues to go on another point in the article where it's like, if there was a, a gay man who, instead of going to drag shows and watching RuPaul Drag Race, is drinking a beer at the big game, is also still 100% gay, I'm like... Yes, but you'd also would probably have a problem with the fact that he's doing quote unquote stereotypically straight things and therefore like trying to fit in with heterosexual culture. I'm like, you see how like it's such a like terrible argument to like use where it's like I, I hate the homophobia, biphobia shit. Internalized I, stuff. I hate it. So so I mean, looking at it too, I do see another angle that he could be going for, which is the idea kind of what you were getting on the other article which you didn't share with us about identity being kind of muddy muddy here right and i think that there's multiple layers to the identity thing right there's the the gender presentation that the the identity presentation and if you're just saying like mostly straight he is making a valid point to be like like i'm mostly straight right like i i can i would appear to be exactly like some of these men who is you know mostly straight behaving right and so the question is that you could have uh you know so i get that part but i also don't understand how that's relevant again to the very narrow discussion of the sexuality right it's like that's these people it's like that's already like the whole passing thing's already been a is a problem to be addressed to begin with it's like yes it's like we're both relatively 
masculine presenting therefore yeah would we fit into this like you know mostly straight bucket it's like yeah probably if you just saw us at like a fucking football game or something you'd probably think we're mostly straight or something or very like affectionate or touchy-feely and it's like yeah it's like okay and that's a discussion that has been brought up multiple times that we all know is a problem that everyone's going to continue to have a problem until we finally be like it's fine you just present however you want to present and it's totally fine with it because it's like now whatever i'm getting on a different topic about yeah. something else yeah i mean i i think i think the the last article the last two paragraphs of the article sum it up it's like at the end of the day i'm all for you identifying however you see fit if you're a man and you feel mostly straight suits you best so be it it's not my place to critique how you identify however i will say if your reasoning to claim the label is because any label that doesn't have the word straight in it feels too gay see, i'd highly encourage you to explore your sexuality more and that's the thing i have a problem with is that yes the whole art like we were talking about the whole article is just assuming that these people are picking this out of uh, internalized biphobia Right. right, and see, and that's why I made it a point to pull out the, the fact that it's, like, the too gay thing was, like, again, like, if you latched on that out of context, you would assume that these people were choosing mostly straight because it is, doesn't have the word gay in it, you know, it doesn't have these, like, doesn't have these connotations as, like, oh, well, you could be gay, it's, like, maybe because that's the label that actually fucking fits, and at what, well, and, at, and at what point is that, like, problematic well the other part is is why again the direct assumption that gay is pejorative right when i read that article when i read that line i thought they were talking about the fact that like it's too far in the gay direction on the spectrum but if you but if you read that just really quickly as like a fucking hot take you would yeah yeah exactly yeah if if i just had a quote out of context absolutely but like the real answer was again it was too far down the gay spectrum exactly them and, and I was too far, too far along the gay spectrum for them to be comfortable with it. Exactly. Which is, it's, it's, it's not a, and like they're taking problem with the fact with the label and instead of it being like the, the label doesn't fit, not because of their uncomfortableness with the actual word, but of how the, what the label actually means, what this grouping actually means does not apply to the, these group of people and how they feel. Like it's it just took it very from the surface level and then you get upset about it. It's like okay, that's high school shit. Pretty much. Like learn more about it. And here's like the the one thing that is like I'm still trying to work out. So I'm gonna just read it out loud for all the listeners and for you and everyone to comment on if you'd like. Is the in the into article he writes? I believe you'd be hard pressed to find a trans woman who calls herself mostly straight. I believe she would more. She, I believe she would be more likely to call herself bisexual, pan, queer, or sexually fluid. The reason being, these terms do not intimidate her. She's fine claiming a label that doesn't have the word "straight" in it. However, these terms do intimidate the mostly straight man. Again, I, where is that so, coming from? That's just like drawing conclusion out of literally nowhere. Again, I, I, yeah, exactly. I think there's, there's a ton of implicit assumptions that most, again, it, mostly straight is just an inti- like. I, I I get I get the loadedness of it. Right? I do, and, and I don't want to like. This is like straight acting, right? When someone exactly. says they're straight acting, and it's loaded because you're like, well, technically, you're it's true, but you also are like, why do you feel like you, you know what and, I mean? Like, and I get the loaded. fear, and I get the fear that this might be like actually like legitimizing that. Right, it might be legitimizing it, or it's like a, a you know a breach in the wall. It's like I I get it, but your rage is a little invalidated. You know, yeah, pretty much. Like, like that just really bothered me because it's like you, you introducing all of these different types of like, 
The article frustrated me. I feel like it's just clickbaity and hot takey. And, you know, to be honest, I really want to, I think I'm done with this article and I want to talk about the 27 men of color, 100% sexier than Blake Shelton. We're not going to talk about that. It's a really good article, though. I've already read it and scrolled past it multiple times I mean, because there are. There I mean, are lots I'm not of sexy lie. men in there. Blake Sh- Shelton is relatively attractive. Yeah, but see, he is—he's your type of attractive. Your generic, cute, nondescript white boy. He's a tall country boy. That's like fucking right up my alley. Yeah, exactly. It's been right up your alley several times. Oh no, I've mm, maybe, maybe a couple. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. I mean, I've also put it up some country boys' ass a couple times. Yeah, that too. Um, so I guess like the final takeaway do we have on this? I'm assuming we're done talking about this before I like literally have an aneurysm. I am done. I'm good. Um, okay. The, my, my, here's my perception, my perception, here's my perspective on the matter. And then I'll give you some time to tell, tell yours, Mike, if mostly straight's a thing and it's and, and like, again, if I go back to this, if we believe that sexuality is on a spectrum, there's no reason that there can't be identification and labels in between, like in the spaces between the major ones. There's obviously space for exploration and understanding of sexuality as we continue on our human journey until we fucking get blown up or fucking the sun eats us or something. So for me, it's like, I'm not going to be the one to cast that stone being like, uh, no, thank you. Your kind is not welcome here. It's more like, I don't, in a couple in years from now where it's going to be like these people are now being persecuted (laughs) probably due to our doing i'm going to be hopefully i would like to say i'd be the first one to be like hey you know what we i accept you being like i understand where you're coming from and the struggles that you feel even though some people want to minimize that as being like whiny straight boy shit it's like no certain struggles are valid to a certain extent a hundred percent and i do also understand where the the anger and rage is coming from but I feel like we need to stop that. We need to we need to just stop jumping at every little thing that is like threatening to crumble this foundation that we assume we have in this LGBT community about solidarity amongst ourselves and you know understanding like we there's such a like little understanding of other people within the community that it's like let's just accept let's just accept everybody as it comes out and being like let us be the beacon of like we do accept all these people like we are the other group where it's like you don't fit in there you may not fit in with ours either but we'll still help you out anyway and that's really i feel like we should be doing pretty much i mean i I don't have time for tribalism right the world's too nuanced the world's too complicated uh i think that labels are whatever the fuck you want to make them and I don't have any problem with using whatever label you want as long as you're not taking advantage of it. Right? Agree. Uh, and so, like, I could see an argument about if somehow adopting the mostly straight label would take advantage of the LGBT community, but it doesn't. There's nothing. It's just someone else choosing an art, uh, a way to be. And you know what? I get it that we're all – we've said it on the show many times. Straight white men are the worst, right? Facts. I will, you know facts i will gladly agree that i'm mostly a straight white man and i sometimes can be the worst but also true uh but no it's i don't have time for tribalism and i think this was just a bit of a hot take that was like all right i get it you're gonna make this piece to make an argument about something and then you're gonna drag trans people into this and i I don't understand why i don't know yeah i guess well okay um well everyone how would you send us your thoughts on this topic uh you can text us text us Text us at our new number, 802-331-BANG. That is 802-331-2264. And we'd love to hear what you think about that. Um, But we're now going to move on to our final segment of the episode, our questionable and excitable. Um, 
Do you want to go first? Sorry, I'm still on the um, 12 most attractive 27 men. So I'm just going to close that out. Who are you looking at now? Uh, Jeffrey Bower Chapman, who is apparently adorable. And, um, I don't remember that name. Jeffrey Boyer, B-O-W-Y-E-R. Um, what is he in? Uh, something on Lifetime. Um, so I'm su- As a suburban housewife, I'm surprised I've not seen that movie or show on Lifetime. Yeah, apparently it's Unreal. Oh my god! I know who that is. <laughs> that did it. You're like, as soon as I said this show, you're like, oh, I know that is. He's cute as fuck. I like follow entertainment news because it's interesting. Yeah, he's um, cute as shit. All right, anyways, questionable, excitable? Yeah, you're on the spot. Um, Go. Uh, so my questionable for the week is about a uh, another weird relationship I have with an ex and um, you know my thoughts not, on it. Not including this one. Not including this one. A second one because I like to make things complicated, apparently. Um, no, but we Quentin and I were talking about this, and it was just like he and I are platonic with some like clear said boundaries we were we're platonic with clear boundaries we occasionally you know are very you know we we we, we, we hug each other we'll cuddle each other i took a cuddly snapchat photo that everyone is like raising their you know arms about or making shit up about and i'm like it's just <laughs> us um it was weird and it's just funny to me that like uh you know up until he told me about yesterday I was just like, well, you know, it's it's whatever. We're us. We have our drawn lines, and your boyfriend shouldn't be concer- concerned about this because, like, nothing's ever going to happen. Until I found out that his boyfriend got upset because he found a text message where he was trolling one of his other exes by asking him to come and have sex with him. Yeah, I can understand why that would be upsetting. Yeah, especially because, like, I understood implicitly that he was trolling this other guy because i knew the relationship between the two of them but i'm like without any context and even with context it's still weird still pretty fucked up pretty weird and i'm like yeah and then and then on top of it he's like well he's texting me to justify it i'm like and then you're using your other boyfriend your other ex that you like are close with and are trying to use that to justify to your boyfriend why everything's fine that is so messy it's so messy, and it's... Why do you it's, get put yourself in situations like this? Do you just enjoy mess? I, I do enjoy... I, I don't mind messy, and I don't think I put myself in a situation. I don't mind it. Yeah, like, you, it's just, no, you do put yourself in situations. I'm not saying you're like actively trying to be like, let me put myself in a shitty situation today. You also don't prevent it from happening. But I don't think it's a shitty situation. Like, it's messy, but it's not shitty. Uh, okay, I mean shitty as in messy. Yeah, you mean shitty as in, like, you are literally, like, recoiling with the amount of emotions happening. I mean, that's just, I don't, I mean, that's more entertaining emotions for me to be a part of. Oh, good point. Less, less the, like, other things you were talking about, about being all, like, touchy-feely PDA bullshit. I feel like, you ever see that SNL skit where uh, the guy gets a wish and he his wish is to watch, like, hardcore lesbian porn? And it turns out into this like romantic scene where they're sitting fully clothed and like talking to each other and like, oh yeah. And he's just like, "What the fuck is this shit?" And I feel like that is you, where you're like, "I came here for sex. Why the shit am I getting feelings? I'm so mad right now." Like I you're mean, just like, get to whatever. Don't like start with this like touchy feely stuff. Again, I'm okay with it. like I'm not really a big fan of PDA though, but you are not. I. <sighs> This is a time and a place, and in public is not a time or a place. I don't want to be out in public half the time anyway. I don't Good know. Point. 
I, I, I said it multiple times. It's like, I am emotional, but I have them so far in check where it's like, I will let me experience this much sadness. <laughs> then I get to experience this much excitement. Otherwise, I'd be off a fucking my fucking rocker. And would you want to deal with that? I mean, okay, I'm, I'm we'll see I'm what scared. Happens. I'm scared to say, is it much worse than you are now? Uh, well, yeah, because I kind of go like all over the place. Yeah. I need, I need, I just need to get drunk, and oh God. and then you'll see, and then I'll, we'll record a podcast. We're either gonna, we're gonna, we are going to record some type of under the influence episode. Okay, make a note of that one too, or multiple ones. Okay. Um, uh, fun fact: These have all been under the influence. What? No. Fun shut. fact: These have all been under the influence. Uh, unless you're taking drugs, I'm sober as a motherfucker over here. Mostly sarcasm. Anyway, um, that's exciting. I guess. Mine's not. What's yours? Uh, so my excitable thing is talking about something that's happening last week. Uh, I went to go see my parents for Thanksgiving, and they live in South Carolina now, uh, right outside of Charlotte. And I'm actually kind of excited for, I was excited for this, I'm excited for this trip because I may or may not stop in Asheville, North Carolina, because that's like the hipster capital of the East Coast. Okay, wait, pick your tents because you flipped them there. Yeah, I know. I, fuck it. I was, okay. I was, I was going with it. Then I'm like, I'm not going with it anymore. Fuck it. Okay. All right. Fair. Just so. I went to see my parents. I may or may not have stopped in Nashville. We'll find out on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That works. Uh, and he, he, of course, did, when he was stopped in Nashville, buy me a six-pack of Asheville hipster beer. He did not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not doing this anymore. I cannot talk in the future past tense. Oh, my God. I need to... I will I will later show you the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy about future past tense and a thing there. It's hilarious. Uh, see, the nerd in me really wants to read that because I love grammar. God, you would love it. All right. Anyways. Are, are we done? Uh, I think we're done. Roll credits. You love saying that. I fucking do. Thanks for listening to Interrobang. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast, Or shoot us a text or leave a voicemail at 802-331-BANG. That's 802-331-2264. And if emails is more your speed, you can hit us up at Podcast at gmail.com. That is I-N-T-E-R-R-O. You can spell podcast. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Overcast, Pocket Casts, anything else that ends in cast. We're probably on that too. Also, let us know what you think on those apps. Leave us a review. Give us some stars because no one has done that yet. And we're on our ninth episode. I want to see some fucking stars and reviews the next time I see something as my voice cracks. I think you are great. However you are, listeners, don't worry about him. He's crazy. I am crazy. I'm fucking nuts. I don't because I don't have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> uh, also, what you might want to listen to or, or uh, comment on anything on our Reddit, which is at reddit.com slash r slash interrobang podcast. Oh yeah, forgot. That's yeah, that, that's the thing we have. It's in there. I just chose to glance over it because fuck that. Okay. Lljk. Anyway, hey Mike. Hey Quentin. Happy false confession day. Yeah, I totally murdered somebody last week. This entire podcast was a false confession. Actually, I think every episode is a false confession. How is that? What? Just think about it. How do you know if I'm telling the truth? All this is a lie. Okay. Okay. This is why you're a sociopath. Yup. I love it. Okay, bye. Bye.